Hello and welcome to Crack Encrypteds and Curios. This is Matt, once again joined by Angel, and we are we are here before you, our curiosities as humbled men. We are numerous episodes into this season, yet we still remain in our complete layer of idiot slob skin from 2022. All of our efforts so far to become better people in the previous episodes haven't quite worked out. So, Angel, we press on. We have to really dig in if we want to be prepared for 2024. Before we cover some recent news articles I've been floating around the internet, let's see what this episode's goals for one another are to hopefully push us to become better people. Time keeps marching on and it doesn't care if we don't have quantifiable evidence that we are better people yet. That's for the end of the year. So, Angel. Yes. (laughs) You know... Last episode, I was just flabbergasted, flabbergasted by the goals for me, stunned, really. I, I'm, I'm still reeling from the impact they had on my life, so I thought, well, what kind of friend would I be if I didn't live by the, the only words I choose to live by? Those words being from the Messiah of lyrics herself, Missy Elliott. Flip it and reverse it, Angel. Flip it and reverse it. You need no other words to live by. So in her honor, may she rest in peace. I am flipping. (laughs) She's not dead. I'm flipping and reversing the goals you set forth for me last episode. So my first goal for you, Angel, you must refer to me as brother. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right, then, brother. That's that's uh, easy to. To take on, I don't need to wait on the uh, a nat <laughs> a nat. So, as you mentioned, we must remove our idiot slob skins, shed the layers. In order to do this, we need to become more well-rounded individuals. I know I've mentioned this in the past, and we're still on that train to becoming a circle or a sphere. <laughs> and so. In order for you uh, to become a more well-rounded individual, you need to be able to master different fields, different professions, different arts, all the things, experiences, uh, just in general. So you can have the most panoramic view of life itself. (laughs) And so for you, when you ask me a question... You must sing it in a melodic way. <laughs> sing it. Like Missy Elliott. Like Missy Elliott. <laughs> oh, I feel sorry for all our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the second goal you know all too well. Since it was indeed the goal you gave me, you must choose one movie, and that can be the only movie you reference in this episode. <laughs> That's exciting. Here I thought... I'm safe from ever experiencing my own goals. <laughs> Flip it and reverse it. <laughs> In order to better ourselves, we need to become our worst selves, as you can imagine, <laughs> so that we know what we need to do to rise above that. Mm, a baseline. <laughs> <laughs> so, brother, for every answer I give to a question, you must respond as a creeper or very creepily. <laughs> 
What's that mean? It's up to you to inter- interpret that. Oh boy. The final goal brings us full circle to the church of Missy Elliott. Brother, I need you to give me a soulful amen in response to something I say at least twice in this episode. And of course, of course, of course, finish the show off with a peace be with you, brother. Excellent. Since we're talking about news in today's episode, brother, uh, at some point, I'd like for you to give us some news about something in your life that perhaps is strange or wonderful or bizarre or just needs announcing. (laughs) Uh, okay. <laughs> For those of you that have not listened to every episode of ours, and my gosh, Angel, that's over. It's over 150 hours of content so far, which I have no idea how that has actually happened. But as they say, once you put 10,000 hours into something, you are considered a master. So we only need about 9,850 more hours to become masters. Do you think at that point we would no longer be idiot slops? I would certainly like to think so. There's going to be so many goals in 10,000 hours. <laughs> my my gourd. <laughs> Anyways, back to where I was going with that for. For those of you who have not listened to every episode, especially the first few seasons, news articles were a common occurrence in every episode. Eventually, it transitioned to having a dedicated episode about the strange things in the news so we could allocate more time to these oddities and strange things that tradition continues this season as today we are looking at four news articles that caught our attention i'll be presenting two of them and angel will have two that he found worthwhile this season will be uh, modified in a tad as we will flip-flop between the news articles i'll go first followed by whichever article you want to feature angel then my second article and we'll finish off with your second article or maybe we did that in the previous episode or seasons. I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't sound familiar though. So let's do this. Are you ready? My mind is honed like a samurai sword. My body is a finely tuned instrument. And my soul is prepared for the cosmic dance of destiny. So in short, yes, I am ready. I'm going to try to power through this entire episode in five minutes so I don't have to do any of these goals. <laughs> Did the AI, like, teach you how to be a samurai? I, I don't know. I just asked it to give me a bizarre response to, are you ready? And that's what it came up with. <laughs> so my first news article that I found, it's a doozy, Angel. Essentially... One bad decision led to another in the life of the man in question in this article. It's it's mind-boggling how this all happened, but here it is. The article is detailed on oddityscentral.com, and it's titled, Man Who Robbed Gas Station for $23 Spends 14 Years Hiding in a Mountain Cave. So, to give you all an idea of what is going on here, I will just summarize the major points of this article. So, the man... That in question here, Lee Yo Mofu, who robbed a gas station with two other men, ended up in, with a small portion of their 156 uh, yuan haul, or $22.50 uh, United States dollars, in 2009. Spent the last 14 years of his life hiding from police in a small cave in a remote mountainous area. 
He uh, subsisted by hunting and scavenging for food and occasionally returning to his home village to steal, of all things, potatoes and meat. It wasn't a complete exile, however, as he would also spare a few moments, a few minutes to see his parents whenever there were big festivals going on so he could more easily blend into the crowds. As years went on, Li Yu befriended some stray dogs who aided him, aided him in fending off wild animals at night, but scavenging for food and living with stray dogs for 14 years didn't feel very fulfilling, apparently. After realizing how much of his family's lives he had missed, such as his son's wedding and the birth of his grandson, Li Yu uh, realized the error in his ways. While he has turned himself into authorities, he can still see a possible three to ten years in prison for this crime. Angel, this is almost this is almost a who to my wild man skunk ape scenario going back 150 hours of content back to episode one. <laughs> who to my Li Yu could have been a folktale entity ravaging the local armadillo populations and breaking into people's houses. <laughs> that the sing these? <laughs> <laughs> if Hu Tu Mai was known as the wild man, what name would Li Yu be crowned with? <laughs> I, I think Hu <laughs> Tu to Mai a simple name like wild man. I think I think it's as simple as the caveman. <laughs> now I have to be creepy. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> uh, has it been five minutes yet? <laughs> yes. Yes, it has. I'm going to pass. I don't know. Nothing's coming to mind. <laughs> <laughs> so he's the caveman? I can even listen to your question. <laughs> or to your answer. The caveman. I mean, it makes sense. He's in a cave for 14 years. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> so, Angel, I'm trying to figure out how to not make these questions. <laughs> so, 14 years of pretty much <laughs> being a hermit. How <laughs> would you do it to avoid criminal prosecution? <laughs> what? Would I, would I become a hermit to avoid criminal prosecution? Well, I mean, it's not just being a hermit, right? It's uh, exiling myself. It's making sure I don't get caught. I'll be living in, in paranoia for however long I'm, I'm trying to avoid getting caught. That's not a way to live. But at the same time, well, I guess it's not really a punishment. It's not like, oh, he did the time. Uh, I guess the answer would be no. I, I wasn't listening. I was I was looking at your lips. <laughs> uh, how creepy. <laughs> this robbery puts us back to around 2009. Think of all the things that have happened since then. Uh, <laughs> what are the top five things that you would have happily missed due to self-exile? Um, those poor koalas in the Australian fires <laughs> in 2019. Definitely don't want to see that happening. Just the koalas or the wildfires? <laughs> Just the koalas. <laughs> screw, screw the kangaroos <laughs> and people. 
<laughs> Screw everybody else. Elon Musk, I would I wish I wish I never knew of his existence. Him and his robot army. Mm-hmm. True that. That stupid banana art. Don't get me started on that. Banana art? Yep. It was a, a banana taped to a wall. Considered art. Sold for millions. Oh, yeah. Uh, would have loved to live yeah. in a cave when that happened. <laughs> You're not avant-garde enough, Angel. Pokemon Go. <laughs> what do you have against Pokemon Go? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> I saw kids running into the street where cars go just to get their stupid Pokemon. And they're not even looking up. It's like, you're going to get hit by a car. Come on. Finally, my number one thing would be, I would have happily missed, you know, 2016 through 2019, really. And, you know, 2020. And 2021. 2020. As a matter of fact, why did I leave my cave? (laughs) Should should never have. I mean... (laughs) I'm going to go back now. I especially don't like when you leave your bedroom because I, I can't see on my cameras. <laughs> to oh, no. really make this all worse, the three men robbed, the three men that robbed the gas station for 156 uh, yuan, 60 of that they supposedly spent on food and fireworks, like one would do, which actually left them each with 32 yuan or $4.60. Of all 14 years for $4.60, what would you do with $4.60 before running off into the wilderness 10 kilometers away from civilization to live in a cave? <laughs> I, I would... I would... I would buy half a gallon of gasoline. <laughs> to get to the cave? <laughs> Halfway there. <laughs> and then all my money's gone. Like, oh, shit. What do you do with the car? Dump it. <laughs> Drive it off the road to fake your death. <laughs> yeah. With your, like a note that says, Goodbye, crew world. <laughs> I stole the Yuan. <laughs> I'm DB Cooper. <laughs> you leave your tie behind. <laughs> I just saw someone who was suing the FBI for the tie. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't click on the article. But. You know what? I didn't care enough to find out, so I didn't <laughs> click on it either. It's a mystery. Uh. It's going to remain a mystery. I'll never know. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something creepy. <laughs> you know what? It, what you should have bought more gas because I'm following you, man. <laughs> You're going to have to walk the rest of the way oh, with no. me on your tail after this I slash is... your tires. God. Slash my tires. Hmm. Nope, nothing's coming to me. <laughs> no movie yet. <laughs> oh, what is this episode? <laughs> the the article. You know what? This article's done. <laughs> the article has a picture of the Karst cave he lived in, and it has some clay-looking pots, some white plastic containers, clothes thrown around, beer bottles scattered around about the place. <laughs> the cave itself looks to be maybe limestone, and the walls and ceiling are. Pretty well smoothed over, but in general, it doesn't look like a dude lived there for 14 years. There were no major improvements to the cave at all. I've seen homeless camps that have running water and electricity. If you had 14 years, how would you make your cave better, Angel? Mm. Well, first of all, 
I'm living in a cave where outside is a bunch is jungle. I'm assuming mm-hmm. I would totally get myself a house plant. I mean, come on, or a cave plant. Just dig it up and put it in your yeah. cave. <laughs> um, is it gonna get much sunlight? Doesn't matter. It's it's now in in the cave. That's how they work. I I think it's weird that. That he had beer bottles scattered about. Yeah, he's clearly it's, stealing some beer. He's stealing it back the to his beers. <laughs> I thought all he stole was meat and potatoes. Meat potatoes. <laughs> you know, I'm on my meat, potato, and beer run. <laughs> Everybody, watch out! Well, was he stealing the money, and then he pays for the beer? No, I just picture he stole the beer. <laughs> I mean, at that point, you're 14 years into cave living. If you're 14 years into cave living, I feel like you could have. Maybe improved on your food making skills at some point. Like mm-hmm. instead of uh, stealing all the time, maybe you could have gotten better at hunting. I don't know. Like I, I walked into that one. Like Castaway. <laughs> Tom Hanks. Uh, okay. <laughs> See if I remember this movie. Wait. So all you would do is make a house plant. Get <laughs> a house plant. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get that pure fresh air. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, I'm just thinking, Angel. You in a cave for 14 years? Mm. I'm taking a whiff of that. I think this is like the after hours episode. Let's <laughs> think of that musk about you. That fog. <laughs> that fog. <laughs> that putrid fog. Mm. I'll be my own cryptid. <laughs> You would be the caveman at that point. <laughs> you would lose off your speech patterns and just become the tool man grunting fiend Arr. that you are meant to be. <laughs> the pirate one. <laughs> so the article somehow only has a, a pretty much throwaway line about how Lee Yu has a pack of stray dogs to protect him. Would you trust the stray dogs to not turn on you? Uh no, I would. I, I mean yes. I, oh you would. I, yes, yes. Because genetically wow. speaking, once a dog bonds with a human, they're bonded for life. Is what I'm told. <laughs> what about all these animals that attack their owners? Those are not dogs. Those are beasts. They're lower in the in the world, the dog world, <laughs> the dog totem pole. They're at yeah. the bottom. <laughs> Except for ditch dogs. You don't want to befriend those. So, you you would trust the stray dogs? With all of my life. I mean, you got to at that point. They're <laughs> protecting you from the, the things of the wild at nighttime. How, how many things of meat and potatoes is he stealing to feed these dogs, too? What I want to know is what is he being protected from? <laughs> One is out there. Out there to get him. <laughs> I just pictured it's like a pack of 10 dogs just <laughs> waiting at the front of the cave. Then like a bear comes back and tries to take over the cave and they fight off the bear. Amen, brothers. <laughs> Some of them die. <laughs> if, uh, if you could choose a companion animal for your 14 year exile, what would it be? Uh... You know, I thought about this, and then I realized I didn't write down my answer, so. <laughs> Doing it off, off the top of the dome here. We're just going to go with Anteater. 
because there's nothing more. There's no creature more than I hate. There's no creature I hate more than an <laughs> ant. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought you wanted that time with the anteater to help understand it better so you could no longer be your most hated animal. No, no. Think no, of no, all no, the no. Uh, protein it could find for you as it hunts down all those anthills. <laughs> then I just steal all of its food. Then <laughs> you whack it. Chow down, down on all the ants. If I was your companion for those 14 years, I, I would let you eat ants out of my mouth. <laughs> That's pretty creepy. <laughs> So I just picture Tom Hanks and Castaway with Wilson, the volleyball. If it is an actual 14-year exile, no contact with the outside world, do you think you could do it? I mean, I lived in a bunker, so why not? <laughs> Pretty sure I could. 14 years of just being out in a cave with your anteater. Listen, after watching... I feel like Castaway is my Bible. I know how to survive on my own. You have your ice skate in case your tooth goes bad. You gotta whack it out of there. Yep. You can use your ice skate to cut coconuts. I could use it for many things, really. And uh, I don't even... All those mountain coconuts? I don't even need a Wilson. I just talk. Just out into into the mountainous air? Yeah, I mean... I don't need to pretend that I'm not crazy. Who's who's gonna judge me? <laughs> you just narrate all of your everything you do. It's like the you turn it into the Truman Show, but you're the director. <laughs> and then I start yelling at the fact that the director won't let me off this island. <laughs> so I think at that point you have gone crazy. <laughs> so that's all I have for Lee Yu and his wow. fourteen-year exile. Is there anything else you wanted to add? I mean, I wish. I wish he and Hutu Mike can get together and be friends. Share uh, little armadillos. Some war stories. <laughs> Armadillo meals and... Stolen meat and potatoes. <laughs> beer. Yeah. This I, it's, presumably this guy wasn't living horribly in this cave for 14 years. 14 years. And the only reason he, he decided to go back was because he was lonely. Like, mm-hmm. he must have been... If I... if. I'm wondering if he had been smarter, he could have just like found himself a, a, a mate and been like, "Look, I live in a cave, and you know we got we got set. You know, we, I got a dog, a bunch of dogs that protect us, and we eat pretty pretty good, I think, meat and potatoes, and we got beer. <laughs> we got clay pots with crap in. <laughs> Paradise. I think it's time to change gears for a bit. <laughs> Just a, uh, you know, brother, I, I know you work out. I know you're hitting them weights every day. Mm-hmm. You're doing what we call warrior training. And uh, I know you've asked me before, brother, where can I get some sweet, sweet protein? And I say, brother, I know exactly where you can get some sweet, sweet protein. That's what I ask everybody I see out in the street. Just run up to them. <laughs> You say the same thing, brothers. <laughs> We're gonna get some sweet, sweet protein, and you're salivating at that point. So it's like a little weird, a little yeah, creepy, maybe. After my daily bath salts. <laughs> well, let me tell you. Let me introduce you to the latest craze 
going around on TikTok. And by craze, I mean probably a few people. And this article probably uh, jumped its popularity to a lot more than it should have. <laughs> but we're going to do it anyways. It's dog food. That's right. People on TikTok are eating dog food for the protein, for the gains. It says, this is on BuzzFeed News, so we know how reliable that is. I'm not making fun of BuzzFeed News, but come on. Don't get your news at BuzzFeed. I, I believe they were one of the ones that stated that they were going to start doing AI-generated news articles. Ooh, that's even more reason to continue reading BuzzFeed News, because... We know how reliable those AIs are. Mm -hmm. Just a little anecdote. I had the AI try to summarize uh, one of potential news stories and it gave me a completely wrong summary. And I'm like, what is this? This is not correct at all. And I had to admonish it like a like a child until it corrected <laughs> itself. <laughs> or like in a man with it's lived in a cave for 14 years with his <laughs> with his dogs and you got to hit him. Show those feral dogs who the boss is, who the alpha is. Amen, brother. <laughs> so, <laughs> this says, people on TikTok are noticing the hefty amount of protein in dog food and have decided to get in on the action while sharing their experience trying it. Um, fitness influencer. I don't know why they have influencers on TikTok calling themselves. Listen, if you call yourself a fitness influencer on TikTok and you're going to eat dog dog food on camera i don't think you should be doing anything fitness related not to say that dog food is bad for you or anything but why have you ever walked at a, in a grocery store or not even like a, a, a nutrition store a health store and you go to the section by accident maybe or maybe you're looking for the protein stuff they're chock full of different kinds of protein none of them dog food i just I don't understand why you would do this. I remember, like, I want to say it was some Nickelodeon cartoon, Rocco's Modern Life or Ren and Stimpy, where I swear one of them ate dog food, and it was, like, portrayed as, like, partial organs still intact in the dog food, like, parts of the heart just in there, and it, it was it always looked so disgusting. Like, how could you look at this and say, I am going, I'm willing to eat this to get protein when there's so many other options yeah there was like that scene in castaway for <laughs> sh this definitely happened in castaway by the way that scene in castaway where the the child bud bundy is starving and he decides to get some dog food and eat some of the dog food because peggy doesn't <laughs> feed the kids I forgot the bundys were in that movie <laughs> They totally were. <laughs> that was right after they got off the bus in Speed, which was in Hellboy 2. Hellboy 2. And, and they, the they just got off universe. right in time before Keanu got on and it sped away. This is all the, the uh, castaway uh, uh, cinematic universe. Anyway, so fitness influencer Henry Clarice decided to try kibbles and bits oven roasted beef with spring vegetable and apple flavors. Now, that sounds good when it's not paired with dog food. When it's not kibbles and bits. 
It says, however, in his first viral TikTok video with 19.9 million views, he tells viewers that according to an app, Pedigree's dog food has 666 grams of protein. Now, I'm wondering, 666, is that supposed to be like a kind of like a <laughs> hidden message there? A clue to a higher conspiracy? <laughs> Think about that. Yeah, anyways, he, he, wrote, he made the video saying that he would try dog food if his video got 15,000 likes. Apparently, when he posted it, he ends up getting 2.5 million likes. And I guess he says, I knew I needed to try it, he told BuzzFeed News. And I'm like, wait, he knew he needed to try it or he kind of had to do it because he got the likes, <laughs> the amount of likes he needed? Uh, it's, anyway. like, it's like people will say that uh, I'll drink my own pee if I get 10,000 upvotes on this social media post or something like that. Uh, God. At, least, at least he did it. He yeah. followed through. Yeah, I guess I guess that's that counts for something on the digital world that we live in now. <laughs> the digital nightmare. The dog food tasted extremely dry, needed so much water after eating it, he said. Tasted like little pieces of dirt, and I definitely don't think it was worth it. <laughs> I don't think it was worth it. <laughs> Even though it's a lot of protein, I'd I'd take steak or protein powder. Again. Why? <laughs> Why would you ever? And in the video, apparently he's eating it. He says, it's for the gains. <laughs> I, don't know. I, I think it's more like it's for the views, maybe. Mm -hmm. Or for the, it's for the engagement. <laughs> yeah, we got those people watch the entire video. <laughs> and now his numbers show engagement. <laughs> apparently he, he gags while he chews the food Ooh. and he tells them that the viewers i promise you guys it's not worth it so he's repeatedly telling us it's not worth it i mean i don't understand why anyone got the idea to do this and then the article just goes on to talk about how is it safe to eat dog food and i really don't care <laughs> i don't care because i'm not dying to find out what dog food tastes like although there is that um famous adage of eat your own dog food Presumably the people that work in dog food making companies will try the dog food so that if they think it tastes good, then a dog will definitely think it tastes good kind of thing. God, dog doesn't care what it's going to taste like. He's going to eat the food because he's hungry. Yeah, I mean, look at the caveman. Dog's <laughs> just eating meat and potatoes, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, so the rest of the article just goes on to talk about how the, the dog food contains things like uh, udders and... Uh, lungs and we know how lung eating is not is, is illegal apparently in the states it is yep cannot eat a lung that's why you At can't make can't purchase one you can't make breguet lung you have to mm -hmm. use a substitute uh what was it that ingredients <laughs> some was it stomach stomach no it was some weird it was an organ for sure but it was not lung and the star trek cookbook specifically mentioned how it's illegal to make uh buy lung in the u.s whatever they're gonna take our lungs away i guess <laughs> i'm more put off by the udders i don't think i've ever in my life thought until now wow you could eat an udder <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm i was kind of glossing over that but i agree i've never thought like i i'm a person that's eaten more organs than most americans would like to admit and even udders i'm like really it reminds me of the uh, Kentucky meat shower. 
<laughs> if the udder falls down and there's a portion there, you squeeze it, a milky white substance comes out. Maybe that's what, what it was in the meat shower. Maybe it was just What butter. was the brown substance? Uh, uh, rotten milk. Rotten milk. <laughs> oh, rotten milk. Bloody milk. Bloody milk. I don't know if rotten milk changes color. I've never seen it that go past that. So I guess I'm lucky in that way. <laughs> I'm privileged. Blessed. I'm blessed. <laughs> While most ingredients in dog food are similar to human food, they are meant to meet the needs of dogs. Okay, so don't eat dog food because the nutrition profile is not, uh, is not what a human's requirements. It's basically what the article is saying. All in all, there was only one person eating dog food on TikTok, so I don't know what this article is trying to prove. But I'm here's my hope is that more, more people start doing it now just because this article came out, and they're like, "Hey, let's let's eat dog food for for the for the views." The the interesting thing that caught my eye was so my fitness app was the app that he used, and they contacted my fitness app and they didn't respond. Buzzfeed did, and sort of ex- getting an explanation of where they got this information for the 666 grams because who makes the dog food pedigree because pedigree says that is not the amount of protein in their dog food it's more like 26 <laughs> grams of protein so nowhere near this amount that my fitness app is putting on there but then i'm also thinking why the hell would you be able to because you can scan an item on my fitness app and it gives you all the the data why is why can you scan dog food and it gives you i I don't know why they would program that but they did they did see an uptick in people scanning uh shortly after this guy's videos oh god so other people did it (laughs) so i so i guess the funnier part then is that the, these people are eating these this dog food supposedly for the gains, the protein, but pedigree's coming out saying no. Yeah, don't no. <laughs> that's it, not the amount of protein. I don't know. Maybe maybe they're uh, doing the math and saying that one portion is twenty two mm-hmm. grams, and then they're just adding the amount that would equal six hundred sixty six, which seems like a lot. Is it the whole bag? <laughs> I'm pretty. I'm thinking that's the bag. And and I'm, and if that's the case, I'm thinking that TikTokers aren't very bright. <laughs> Can you imagine eating a whole like oh, pounds of dog food? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, you would feel disgusting. Uh, the, the, last thing I'd like to, the last thing I'd like to add is, as you pointed out, pedigree is mentioned in the article and they got this part i like uh made me laugh about the uh um pedigree's response to buzzfeed news that they said our foods are intended for dogs and cats but would not be harmful if a human consumed them the manufacturing processes and research that go into our products are equal to and in some cases even better than those of human food manufacturers i'm like hold on what do you mean sometimes even better what do they know (laughs) what what hidden knowledge do they have of these other manufacturers so i would like to i would like to put the question out there to pedigree who is feeding us dog food or food that's apparently worse than dog food? When I read that sentence at first, I was like, no, pedigree, that's not right. And then I thought, no, <laughs> it probably is right. You yeah. don't know what the hell's going on in some of these factories. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, every day there's some new thing coming out of either animals getting abused or some 
lettuce is being made in a way that's not supposed to be made that way. I don't know. It's we we need a new what was that book? The The Jungle? Yes. We need a Upton new Upton Sinclair. Yeah, we need a new Upton Sinclair to to write expose. about food. Yep, expose the factories. Yeah. I feel I feel like a lot of people were writing books that exposed things back then and they like worked. Mm-hmm. But I think if people did that now, it wouldn't work. Like people are either going to bat an eye or just scoff mm-hmm. or or be like this guy's be too woke. Yeah, I was going to say it's instantly be politicized and one side would say screw that, you, you I'm woke gonna shithead. Eat, I'm going to eat more of this stuff now. <laughs> yeah, the people would eat the dog food in spite of that. <laughs> Uh, the whole article it reminds me of uh, maybe a news detail <laughs> about me. What was it? What, what was it? I can't even remember. My news about me that needs answering. Uh, I don't even know what I wrote. <laughs> uh, so I suppose some news about me that relates to this. It's it's old news. Get on your old news shoes. I remember back in it had to have been ninth grade. I was in this English class and we had to do some sort of uh, presentation, like a, not a speech, but it it was a enactment of a commercial. I think we had to do the commercial I came up with, with uh, my partner was a dog food commercial. And what I did was I got a, a Cheez-It box and then I just wrapped around the Cheez-It box, a piece of paper and then wrote on it. Like, I can't remember what the dog food name was. It was like a, a dog food a treat. Maybe the entire skit was I was watching the big game and I yelled out to my wife who was in the kitchen because it was very, <laughs> yeah, that uh, it was very uh, commercialized representation of the early or late nineties. And she, she wasn't paying attention or I wasn't paying attention and she brought me the dog treats or she did it intentionally. And I started eating them. Uh, I was like, Oh wow, these are great. And I just kept eating them. And it was, that was like the whole skit. They were so good. I didn't even notice I was eating dog food. <laughs> After our skit, like other students were able to ask questions about it. And somebody, asked, I think the first question asked was, is that real dog food in the box? <laughs> and I, I thought to myself, how stupid are you to think that I'm eating dog food right now <laughs> to even have that occur in a thought process that I'm eating dog food? I, I it, it made no sense. And then this got compounded one more time in college. I was taking a class. It was actually a class witchcraft in literature. So it was dealing with witches in the representation in uh, literature throughout the centuries. Uh, we did a, uh, a presentation on sp- a spell book or spells. And I mentioned this alleged spell book that was like throughout history, a non-trad student. She had to have been in her late 40s. She says to me, or they had to write comments about what uh, what they liked and what they didn't like. And one of the comments that she wrote down was, it would have been nice if you brought in the spell book. And I'm thinking, this this person thinks the spell book is first real, <laughs> and then that I have access to it to bring into this class this one-of-a-kind spell book. I suppose my news is I'm just surrounded by idiots, Angel. <laughs> Whenever I present something, there's an idiot there haunting me. Uh, I've said it twice, but I'll say it again. Amen, brother. <laughs> You've exceeded your amen quota. You're in a bold new world. Bold new world, just like uh, Tom Hanks was <laughs> cast away. Bold new world for him, but very old world in, mm-hmm. in, indeed. I remember the specifically when his FedEx plane, or UPS, I can't remember which one it, it is. FedEx. When it crashes, he was transporting 
just hundreds and hundreds of Star Trek DVDs. <laughs> yep. A galaxy far, far away. <laughs> right here in our home. So my final article for this, because you had nothing else to add, right? Yeah. Okay. My final article for this episode comes from The Mirror in the UK. Hold on to your butts. <laughs> it's The Mirror. We, uh, we can't have a proper news episode without some bizarre TikTok time traveler predictions. Now, Angel, this is clearly different from our season four episode that featured a time traveler from the year 2714 who claimed, among other things, that some teenagers were going to find a T-Rex egg and a device to open a portal to an alternate universe. This is very different, and I suppose we don't know if that actually occurred or not because maybe they didn't come forward. So maybe it happened. Maybe. This TikTok TikTok time traveler, say that five times fast. This TikTok time traveler is from the year 2671. Very different times. Completely different scenario we have going on. <laughs> yeah. The article comes from the Mirror's website and details several claims from alleged time traveler Eno Alaric. Right off the bat here, Angel, Eno Alaric. This is a quality sci-fi name, in my opinion. What backstory would you give for Eno Alaric? Well, your singing kind of gave me this vision of Eno Alaric flying through space on a guitar. (laughs) Instead of the Silver Surfer, he's a Silver Rocker. (laughs) And he's, you know, um, just, uh, just traveling. Time traveling from place to place or time to time on his guitar. Just doing his Eno thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel like he's doing, he pulls off like a, um, like that character in Castaway <laughs> where, <laughs> where his, uh, his name is Marty McFly. <laughs> and he's, he's, this is before uh, Tom Hanks gets uh, stranded. Marty McFly uh, is friends with this guy named Doc Brown, and they go back in time on a DeLorean, and he's playing at his, uh, his parents' uh, prom. <laughs> he starts playing. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, Johnny Be Good. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, gives the idea for, uh, what's his name? Chuck Berry, Chuck Berry. for that song. <laughs> to, so, yeah, to his cousin. You know, Miles, ignoring the, I think Miles is his name. Ignoring the, uh, the racial undertones in that whole thing. <laughs> that's uh, that's what I imagine Eno was doing. Just going around different times and rocking out and giving people ideas for this music. Yeah, it makes me think of that final scene in Castaway when Tom Hanks' character goes to that like feast in his honor. And after he survived and it's all seafood. And they have music there, and it's Marty McFly, and he has that giant amp, the giant speaker set up, and he plays that one chord, and it blows all of the seafood onto Tom Hanks. Reminds me of that. Yeah, I mean, how could you forget? And he says, he says, I'm sick and tired of being cast away. <laughs> and then after, the after saying the titular line, he... he it goes credits. <laughs> oh, this is my article. <laughs> I was waiting for you. Ah, 
as of as of the writing of the mirror article eno had over twenty six thousand followers <laughs> not a not a small audience at all similar to your tiktok audience yeah. <laughs> to his to his naysayers he ate dog food no he put out a video <laughs> titled attention to anyone who believes i'm a fake time traveler remember these major events in the rest of 2023 so let's take a look let's take a look and see what the year has in store for us angel now because of our recording schedule and when we release these the first one that we have here will have already apparently occurred so i mean we could have some some serious egg on our face here this could this this could backfire on us and if we don't believe what this time traveler heeds march 23rd 8000 people are chosen to save humanity by an alien known as the champion the champion will bring these people to another habitable planet to save the species from another hostile alien race this is your moment angel did the champion appear and choose 8,000 people to save humanity? As you said, this episode will most likely air after the event in I question. Don't they, I don't know if this will ever air. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever the case, I can confidently say, I will speak to you as if this already happened. It is past March 23rd, and I can confidently say that the champion did not appear. Oh. Not only did he not appear, he didn't appear because I stopped him. <laughs> That's right. I have some. I saved some devices, some stuff I was working on when I was in the bunker. That is sadly gone, but those devices still exist, and I have them s safely uh, uh, stored somewhere. I will not reveal their location, but let's just say those one of those devices allowed me to intercept the champion's uh, frequency signal, and I think we all know that aliens speak in frequencies. As mm -hmm. per that one woman. <laughs> Cast away, yep. <laughs> she was in the cave. Yeah. Well, I was, I was talking about that woman we talked about in, in a previous episode that uh, can oh. speak an alien language. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the... Through frequencies. That, the movie where the aliens spoke in circles. You mean in Castaway? Yeah. yeah. With Amy, Amy, with Amy Adams? Adams? <laughs> she was in the cave doing yeah. research. <laughs> I, I, I stopped champ, the champion. I, I was there. I remember you came in close, and I and I hugged you, and I and I whispered into your ear. I hate to see you go, but <laughs> but I love to watch you walk away. <laughs> to watch you walk away. Oh man. Oh, classic. Now here's the thing: the champion arrives, and eight thousand people go to this new planet. Is this is this a, a known thing that people that people know about the champion arrived? Do the ones who are not chosen uh, like know the champion came? Eight thousand people out of nine billion is conceivably doable if you take from the world's population. It's quite possible nobody would ever know that those eight thousand people are gone. I'm trying to think of how to rhythm this out. <laughs> That's not the same thing over and over again. Does the champion act in secrecy or does he hold a Raffle. <laughs> um, it's hard to focus on the question when you sing because I have a problem where when something is sung to me, I don't hear the lyrics. <laughs> I just, I just, I just vibe. 
just vibes. Mm-hmm. Vibes all on out. <laughs> I don't think the champion uh, acts in secrecy uh, intentionally. I think what happens is it's it's not it's not like a raffle. It's more like he approaches the people and he presents them the the situation and he gives them the option: Do you choose to come or not? If they don't dis- if they say no, I'm staying here. He kills them. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna say in that it's like in Castaway when he's he doesn't want people to remember that he's Castaway. He uses his neuralizer and then they forget. <laughs> well, I mean that kind of did happen in Castaway, didn't it? Because he uh he kind of forgot things. But <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't remember that. You know he he forgets things. <laughs> I also forgot he uh. <laughs> He de ages. <laughs> he was Benjamin Button. <laughs> oh God, it's too many. Too many he gets saved. He's a little baby. They say, "Where'd this baby come from?" I can't keep track. <laughs> it's a good thing one of those packages in the FedEx airplane had a diaper in there. <laughs> and then they find the these the roll the ice skate, and they say, "Oh, it must have been an ice skater's baby." So honestly, back to the back to the champion. It's very important. You move eight thousand people to a new world. Do you think that they actually work together, or do they instantly branch off into subgroups and go to war with one another? Well, I mean, I'm I'm thinking: is the champion remaining with them, or is he just letting them be? I think he's just dumping whatever. them. He's like, all right, here you go. Bye. I saved you. Peace. Or uh, as deuces. they say, deuces. Oh, the deuces on them. <laughs> and they're all naked. <laughs> he took all their clothes. You like start in Gaston. fresh. <laughs> yes. I feel like the, this, I, I don't know, maybe it's like a, a another Lord of the Flies situation, but with adults. Oh, no. Someone's getting hit in the head with a rock. <laughs> yes. And someone's getting named Piggy. <laughs> Did I say Lord of the Flies? I meant Castaway. <laughs> Jesus. God. Slipped my mind. Well, there's a scene where he's reading Lord of the Flies in that. <laughs> One of the packages had that, yeah. He was so lucky to have all these packages. He was able to watch all these movies. <laughs> all these packages had everything he needed to survive. I don't know why he resorted to cook. Uh, coconuts and and hunting <laughs> there was food in those packages could have could have ate the packages too <laughs> the packages were edible <laughs> shirts and dog food <laughs> get them game <laughs> you saw how skinny he got what the hell tom he took a year off to lose weight and he could have just he could have uh, he could have flipped it and reversed it and came back super jacked just on a diet of dog food. Just a 280-pound pure muscle Tom Hanks walks on set. Six, six, six grams of protein. <laughs> He's got it tattooed on his forearm. <laughs> Kibbles and bits, six, six, six. <laughs> the most badass tattoo. <laughs> I don't know where we are. Think <laughs> I've lost my singing voice. Do you think the champion is altruistic, or 
Or is this really just a ploy to enslave 8,000 people to bring back to champion world? This is what I think. I think the champion is a is this is a ploy but it's not to enslave people it's like in again it's like in, in <laughs> castaway where this creature known as a predator comes down <laughs> collects the people and drops them off on a planet so that they can fend for themselves i forgot when he nuked the, the island to get away <laughs> so um yeah i think that's what the champion is doing dropping them off on a new planet so that they can uh, I guess observe them so they can become better hunters. Mm-hmm. One of those people being Topher Grace. Yep. <laughs> so many people in this movie. <laughs> Just um, And it's actually Topher Grace as himself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he was like 13 maybe at the time of that movie came out. <laughs> 13. Yes. He shows yes. up to Tom Hanks. He says, hello, sir. I'm Topher Grace. <laughs> what do you need me to do, sir? And then he, he Lord of the Flies, hit him on the head with a rock and consumed <laughs> Topher Grace. Yep. That was that was, a, that was a tragic scene in Castaway. But I, mean, I think Tom Hanks' character learned a lot. Good on the director to edit all of these out. Yeah. It's, a, it it's the extended edition. Scenes. Back to Eno, May 15th, 2023, not that far out, a 750-foot mega tsunami hits San Francisco, California with over 200,000 casualties. So generally, most tsunami waves don't break 100 feet above sea level. However, in 1958, there was apparently a recorded 1,700-foot wave in Alaska. Now, I know 1,700 feet can be difficult to visualize, just like the two pecks worth of meat in the meat shower episode. So I default once again back to the universal standard of adult porcupine sizes. That would be around 850 adult porcupines high if they were snout to tail. So this May 15th mega tsunami would be about 375 adult porcupines high certainly doable think this one will happen <laughs> i don't think this one will happen I, I i i do believe that this is uh a more likely scenario and i think this time traveler knows that it's a more likely scenario so when it does happen if it ever does happen it's probably not gonna happen on that date that's that's where this time traveler made a mistake by setting an actual date instead of just being vague but, yeah, I don't think it's going to happen on that date. I don't think it's going to happen mm-hmm. anytime soon. It's it's always an issue with time travelers when they announce specific dates. Because then if it doesn't happen, it's like, well, you just, you just shot yourself in the foot here. <laughs> it was like when you announced your wedding date and I had to send you all those letters written in blood. I don't regret <laughs> it, but it had to be done. I have one of those letters framed as a Ooh. reminder to... <laughs> To keep you away from me. At at arm's length. (laughs) June 12th. A five mile deep trench opens up from a 9.5 magnitude earthquake. Releasing many species thought to be extinct. Is is 
King Kong world coming out of the center of the earth, Angel. Again, this is this is very like like you said, King Kong world. Um, it's very Castaway Journey Center to the <laughs> Earth. Um, I forgot Brendan Fraser was in in Castaway. <laughs> yeah, traveling, digging deep. Yeah, not not the not not Dwayne Johnson Castaway, but Brendan Fraser Castaway. Um, it's look they scientists recently revived a virus that was a virus or bacteria i don't remember virus i think it was Mm -hmm. uh, that was uh frozen in some ice in the permafrost yeah from fifty thousand years ago i think it was maybe more maybe it was million i don't remember but anything coming back uh ancient species that were thought to be extinct are probably going to be microbes at best there's there's not there's not gonna be any creatures coming out of molten lava. It's like a a dodo bird comes out. <laughs> Just except waltzes out. Except for the people living in the in the core of the earth. We know that there's a, a another layer in there, and that's where all the magma people live. Anyway. <laughs> the, the, the Magmarians. <laughs> I can't wait to get to your core. Five miles deep now. <laughs> Five miles deep. Now, the the Mariana Trench is seven miles deep. A mere 18,000... A mere 18,480 adult porcupines deep, Angel. Is there some sort of pocket that these animals are in that isn't deeper than the deepest part of the Earth? <laughs> if... These animals were coming out of, they're definitely not going to come out of the magma um, zone, the magma people's lair. Yeah, they're not coming out of the water, you know, underneath come it. On. Yeah. It's, what is it? The Hadal zone, they call it, mm-hmm. where the Hadals live. Um, yeah, I, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Like these the time travelers, at least do your research. I mean, the, the best one we had was John Titer. At least he had he knew about stuff like this computer that there's certain key presses that give you extra info that not a lot of people knew. Maybe not many. Uh, maybe like two people knew or something like that. Mm-hmm. But these people are just coming out and just saying things and and like not realizing. Yeah, five miles. That's that's a good number. It's like, look at the Marietta. <laughs> The Mariana Trench, like, come on, you got to look these things up or do some research. Speaking of, a mere six days after the Mega Trench, June 18th, seven people randomly fall from the sky to their passing (laughs) while nothing was even there. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? What does that even mean? Yeah. Like they were on an invisible airplane thrown out? Mm -hmm. Or did they just pop into that time period and didn't realize that they were in the air instead of on land. Yeah, that's all it is. Seven people just fall from the sky. No explanation as to why. What's going on there? I'm trying to think. I feel like that's something I've seen in Castaway. <laughs> that hundred people <laughs> fell from the sky? Yes. <laughs> and then he ate them all. I mean, maybe it was just the airplane part that I just couldn't remember, you know. But anyway. I think no, you're thinking I lost. No, no, I'm thinking of Castaway. <laughs> Here's one you're going to enjoy. I know you will. August 12th, 
scientists find a cure for skin cancer using a pituitary gland from a squirrel. Why specifically the squirrel? Which squirrel? The squirrel. Which species of squirrel? If this... If this TikToker expected to be taken seriously, I'm sure one of the viewers may be scientifically minded and be like, "There's nothing special about a pituitary gland of, of a squirrel. Why would why would he say this? He's just throwing things out there. Mm-hmm. That's like saying, what was that thing? Uh, oh, they're gonna find the um, they're gonna find the cure in, in a snake bladder, and then you look it up and you find out snakes don't have bladders. Come mm-hmm. on, people." <laughs> Because of that instance, I looked up, I searched, do squirrels have pituitary glands? They do. <laughs> I but bet they do. I just wanted to be sure. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can never be sure. Especially with these people. These TikTokers, I already mentioned, they're not very bright. Mm-hmm. It was like eating udders. I never thought, does a squirrel have a pituitary gland? That I never crossed say, my mind. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, does a squirrel have udders? <laughs> It's like that scene in Castaway where milking. <laughs> I have nipples. Can you milk me? He says to his volleyball, Wilson. Yep, yep, Wilson. I said that to you two days ago too. Well, you know, you know what? Screw those scientists curing skin cancer. You know why? December 3rd, a large crystal is discovered deep in the Amazon, having the power to heal all ailments and injuries. So you don't even need the squirrel wow. pituitary glands. You just, <laughs> you just the crystal. So my mind. the crystal just cures all. Would you would would not a world war start over who controls this large crystal? Why? If if the crystal hold on. If the crystal can heal all ailments and injuries, how does it work? Do you have to be in the presence of the crystal? Shouldn't the crystal just be healing everybody already just by existing? Like, what is going on? Secondly, why would people want to control this thing? Like, are they going to say, oh, I'm allowed to heal, but nobody else is? Like, what is going on here? I don't get this. Clearly, it would have a finite amount of healing. There's only so much healing that a crystal can do. Can you... Can you cut the crystal up and, and, and the healing properties remain the same or do they diminish? Can you distribute it? Crystal uh, healing, does it bring people back from the dead as well? Or is it just once you're alive? You know, the moment you die, oh, sorry. Crystal can't help you there. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I had the crystal, I, w- I would invite you over to its proximity. And I'd say, you know what, Angel? You don't have to pay me. You just have to give me a nice rub on the belly. <laughs> and you can heal your ailments. Wow. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Thought you going to say, give me an amen there. Nope. <laughs> then the year is rounded out with this. The year is rounded out with this. December 29th. Scientists find a way to use stem cells to grow replacement organs and new kinds of organs, whatever the hell that is. Is this related or unrelated to the large crystal? Do you think? 
I, I again, I if we have a crystal, like you said, why do we need the pituitary gland anymore of the squirrel? How, why do we how need to grow new be, organs? How bummed would you be if you were that scientist that did the squirrel pituitary gland, and then some bloke finds a mega crystal in the Amazon that heals everything? Like, wow, it sucks. And and according to this TikTok, that means. The, the crystal can heal, but it can't regrow organs, apparently. <laughs> That's something you still have to invent. You still got to do it. <laughs> I'm thinking, you gave me an idea that, that we can make a movie about a scientist who c- cures cancer with a pituitary gland of a squirrel, but then he gets overshadowed by these people that find a crystal that heals. And so everyone's like praising the crystal and everyone's living in a utopia. And this one scientist is like looking for all kinds of something to find out the crystal's true nature and then we learn there's an ulterior motive behind the crystal and he's the only one that can stop it from ruining everyone else's lives with the help of a pituitary gland from a squirrel. His, his name is Buddy. I honestly thought you were going to say he, tra- he he has to transport the crystal and then he crashes on the desert island. He's transporting it on a FedEx airplane <laughs> he gets stuck on an island. <laughs> That's the sequel. <laughs> That's the sequel to Al the Castaway. He goes yes. back. He goes back to the island. <laughs> he was about to retire. It was I'm tired time. of all these castaways. <laughs> Once I thought I was out, I got cast away again. <laughs> God. So. A new organ. What the what the hell is that? What would your top three designer <laughs> organs be? And what would their function be? Okay. I guess I'm uh I'm gonna go under the assumption that a new kind of organ would be something that doesn't exist in the human body and it would have to be retrofitted in somehow, maybe shoved inside of another organ or possibly displace uh an organ that we don't really need or you i don't know i mean i feel like we need them all but you know you can move around some intestines or something <laughs> take out some vertebrae <laughs> yeah i mean who needs that so my number three organ that i would design is called the bebop <laughs> <laughs> that's the organ that just plays jazz into my soul <laughs> straight in it's just vibing <laughs> Oh God! All <laughs> oh, chaotic jazz. It's not soothing. <laughs> not at all. Not one bit. Uh, the second organ, I would call it the fourth eye, because we were got a, we already have a third one, and the fourth <laughs> eye would let me. S- <laughs> the fourth eye would let me see forbidding colors such as Love Jones or Romeo Juliet. Love, Love Jones is a color. Yeah. Is that related to Osmosis Jones? Possibly. Castaway. <laughs> just say Castaway. Just castaway. <laughs> just say Castaway all the time now. I can't even speak in sentences. And my my number one designer organ. I think this is the best one I, I've come up yet. I think I'm gonna submit it to uh, patent offices. Actually, I call it the unhair. It's the organ that doesn't <laughs> grow any hair. Why are your organs growing hair? (laughs) It's the only organ that sits outside of my body. (laughs) 
it has to stay cool by not growing any hair. If you had if you had an organ that was outside your body that grew hair, just be confident knowing that I would shave it for you if you couldn't reach it. Cool. If if you didn't want it shaved, I would comb it for you. If you didn't want it combed and wanted something softer, I would lick it. <laughs> comb it and braid it like in that scene in Castaway. <laughs> With um 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 Sean Wayans and his girlfriend. Is that a scary movie? <laughs> Castaway scary movie, yes. <laughs> I forgot it was a, a spoof movie. <laughs> this is so stupid. Anyway, I'm just gonna let's go on to the to this article before we we this is completely unlistenable episode. The this article it comes to us from coast to coast. AM. It's titled. Ouija boards blamed for sending 28 schoolgirls to hospital in Colombia. Now, first I thought they're sending all of our schoolgirls to Colombia for this shit, but I realized this happened in Colombia. <laughs> you, you were you were outraged. <laughs> How dare they? <laughs> My schoolgirls. <laughs> My all-American schoolgirls. <laughs> a bizarre incident at a school in Colombia saw a staggering 28 girls require hospitalization, and some parents contend that a Ouija board is to blame. The weird case reportedly occurred late last month. Last month being um, February. This was posted in March. Late last month in the town of Galeras, when the students suddenly began inexplicably fainting and exhibiting Various symptoms related to anxiety. The curious conditions seemingly swept through the school and ultimately led to the afflicted girls being taken to the hospital for treatment. Basically, a few parents, it says several parents, but a few parents came out and said, it's the Ouija boards. The uh, head of the school tried to squelch the supernatural suspicions by releasing a, a video in which he said a series of comments were unleashed on the community that rather than helping to resolve the situation led to confusion and an adverse environment for our work. <laughs> Strangely enough, this is not the first time that a Ouija board has been blamed for causing Colombian school children to become sick. This apparently happened in November of 2022. Several school children in Colombia collapse following Ouija board session. This is the headline. <laughs> I mean, what's going on in Colombia? I ask you that question. That's a hardcore Ouija board session. People are just passing out. Is it the same Ouija board, you think? It's, it's like a, it's the school it's like a, Ouija board. It's like the castaway Jumanji board. It just washed up in the sand. I remember him <laughs> picking it up. <laughs> I mean, what is going on there? Um... Have you ever done a Ouija, Ouija board sessions? Anything like I, that? I did have a Ouija board, a Milton Bradley Ouija board. and The one and only. <laughs> what would you say? The one and the only. One and only. Oh, Milton's a good guy. 
<laughs> Not Bradley. <laughs> and when they they form together like station into <laughs> Milton Bradley. And oh. Castaway. Yep, they're amazing. But no, I have used it. Nothing happened. When you say nothing happened, you mean like nothing literally, moved? literally nothing happened. <laughs> it, it, it would have been more fun had I done nothing. <laughs> um, I've I've always I'm pretty sure my cousins had one, but for some reason nobody wanted to play or use it. I've always wanted to use it, but everyone around me would always be like, "No, that stuff. That's the stuff of devils or demons or whatnot or whatever." And I just like at this point, I, I'm like, I'm I just don't care anymore. <laughs> I'm not. But um, let me let me spit some facts at you, and. See if you can uh, maybe make sense of all this, because according to Wikipedia, it says one of the first mentions of the automatic writing method used in the Mm -hmm. Ouija board is found in China around 1100 A.D. in historical documents of the Song Dynasty. So that's supposed to be the earliest mention of automatic writing, the automatic writing method used in the Ouija board. However... I found on the Brown University website on the Jukowski Institute for Archaeology and the Ancient World. They have a little tab here. History of the Ouija board. It's literally like one sentence. I don't know why it's titled History of the Ouija board. (laughs) It's a short history. (laughs) But it says the exact origin of the Ouija board is unknown. Objects similar to the Ouija board date as far back as 551 BC to ancient China, where spirit boards were commonplace items used to communicate with the dead. It is claimed that Pythagoras used talking boards to enhance his studies and unearth revelations from the unseen world. This is my favorite part. Talking boards also have connections to the ancient to ancient Rome, where two people used the Ouija boards to predict the successor to the king. They were tried for treason and eventually hung, and the claimed successor was immediately executed. And that's how that ends. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We're not letting this come to pass. (laughs) Let's kill them all. (laughs) What do you think about that? This one says that objects similar to the Ouija date back as far as 551 Mm -hmm. BC, and the Wikipedia article just says 1100 AD was the first... That's only a small blip in human history. <laughs> that's that's strange to me. It, um, which, with such wildly different accounts, I I would think something as simple as a Ouija board or automatic writing or the the thoughts behind communing with the dead are even older than what is suggested. It would be, I mean, it's, I suppose in this in this format, it would have to be upon the creation of written word if you're using a Ouija board style uh, type of communication because you need some sort of reflection on what you're trying to contact of what what the other what the spirit is trying to tell you you have to have some sort of representation of that communication be it letters or pictures or cuneiform whatever you want to use to try to <laughs> you need a goddamn large tablet <laughs> to be able to communicate with them but i would say the act of trying to communicate is way older than that. I mean, that's that's early. That's I would say even beginning of human history would be 
trying to contact the dead. It's uh, I think it's interesting that in this day and age, at least in Western society, that's kind of frowned upon, maybe possibly uh, admonished if you try to do something like this. Like, don't don't try to contact the dead or anything like that, even though there's lots of mediums that get famous and have their own TV shows that do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Friggin' John Edward. <laughs> and <laughs> that's just, I don't know if we mentioned on the show. I specifically remember a, a scenario where he was talking to this woman and <laughs> it was, he was doing his cold reading thing that he does. And he says, yep. she's kind of angry or mean. And she's like, no, she's not. And she, he's like, well, your grandmother's a bitch. <laughs> that's what he says to her. <laughs> Thanks well, for that reading, John. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I thought it would be fun if you and I did a Ouija session. But we can't do it together. So we could just try. Um, I found an online Ouija site. I asked. I did a test run on it. And I wrote. It has a thing where it says, ask your question. And then you mouse over the Ouija, um, the planquette, I think it's called. Or no, is that planchette. the board? I don't know. The planchette. Yeah, the planchette. And uh, it, it spells out the thing. So I, I asked, who is speaking? And it spelled out an enemy. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so I say, we both ask to get the same question and see what we get. So do you have to hold down your mouse? No, you just oh. put the mouse over it. Well, it says lightly. Hold your mouse lightly, like oh, wait, I have to hold my mouse lightly, like physically yeah. hold it lightly. Yeah, because you got because you gotta like follow it as it moves. What ask? What question are we asking it? What's in the latent space? Okay. <laughs> or <laughs> who ate the the Kentucky meat? Was <laughs> <laughs> the Kentucky meat edible? So I typed out what is in the latent space question mark. Okay, capital W. Yes, of course. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that makes a difference. All right, I'm gonna click on ask. I gotta hold it. L. I gotta C. E. <laughs> a. D. No, wait. A. N. What the hell? Oh. V. E. Leave. Leave. Oh, it's still going. M. E. <laughs> Leave me alone. Is it tiny? Leave me alone. Still going. No, no. It says N O W. It went back to the center. Leave me now. Leave me. Um, interesting. Doesn't answer when my I, question. <laughs> it does not. Uh, when I asked it, what is in the latent space? It told me, cannot tell. Oh, it knows. <laughs> we got to probe deeper. <laughs> we sure do. Who is in the latent space? All right, let's try who. With capital W, of course. Yeah, of course. I'm holding my mouse lightly. <laughs> it's moving. A N, angel. <laughs> no. Oh no. I, M, P, an imp. No. <laughs> oh, it's O. <laughs> S, an imposter. T. What? E. R. An imposter. Wow. Interesting. What'd you get? I'm still getting I'm still getting letters. Um it looks like okay, so who is in the latent space? Yeah. One unknown, it says. 
And what was your first answer? It couldn't tell? Cannot tell, yeah. Cannot tell. And now what it is? What is it? One unknown. One unknown. Mysteries. Just shrouded in mystery. The latent <laughs> space. We still don't know what it is. <laughs> it's like it knows that it that is a mystery. Mm-hmm. No, isn't it? Can't tell us. Son of a gun. <laughs> Damn you, Ouija board. Uh, we hardly knew ye. Anyway, um, that's all I got to say about the Ouija board. Those Colombian schoolgirls, I'm sure they're fine now. And uh, so they all passed out. Is is this a? I know I mentioned it in the past, and I never liked the uh, the theory. Is it mass hysteria? I thought you were gonna say, is it the Ouija board <laughs> is it or the Ouija board or a Ouija board? <laughs> mass hysteria. Um, I feel like yes. Like maybe because I think mass hysteria exists in these kinds of in these places where uh, magical thinking is more a little more prevalent. I can safely say that yes, Colombia does have a lot of magical thinking going on. Mm-hmm. Well, there's the potions, right? There, well, yeah. The, there's the uh, the black market to mm-hmm. get dead uh, dead people's fat mm-hmm. to make. I forget what it is. It's, I think it's like a youth potion, really. Mm-hmm. And obviously, it's, a, it's black market because you don't. You know, it's illegal. Just like lungs. <laughs> you can't buy them. <laughs> Just like lungs. It's illegal to, 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 you know, sell dead people's fat, lard, whatever you want to call it. Grease. <laughs> you know what? If I could if I could get your grease, <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd drink it. Amen, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, uh, unknown entity. Just like, just like in that scene in Castaway, I mean, when when uh, Tom Hanks is uh, unearths one of those packages and finds a Ouija board inside of it, and he has to close the circle. I mean, this <laughs> digital one doesn't let you do that, so we're screwed. Yep, yep, that's fine. I just click on the X. I'm sure it does it when I'm not looking. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, do my mouse in a circle. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I guess I don't say that the the thing when we do news articles. <laughs> news articles, news. you just got cracked. <laughs> news shoes, you've just been put away for another day. Put putting you to wash because you're dirty. <laughs> dirty shoes, goddamn dirty souls. Oh, did you think the caveman had fourteen year old shoes? Did he steal new ones? Hmm. See, these are the things these news articles don't ever go into. <laughs> I would like to know, like, were you wearing the same clothes, dude? Like, were you stinky? Like, what's going Are on? Getting what haircuts, deodorant, like, or is he Tom Hanks growing <laughs> that hair out? <laughs> he gets a sharp rock and just whacks it off. Maybe he gets the dogs to bite on it. <laughs> Are there birds in in China? Pandas. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think pandas are going around terrorizing. <laughs> you know where else you can find your news at? Lots of local news faster than your news stations can get it to you on Twitter. So just make your way onto Twitter. And guess what? You can find us on there too, at Cracking Curios. And we are constantly posting about the dumbest things like Slim Jim. Follow us already. God. Write to us. Include hashtags of your choice. Hashtag crack cryptids as well, because, you know, that's how we can find you. You don't know how much joy we've gotten 
from the curiosities that let us know that they listen to us. We're also on Instagram at Cracking Cryptids. That's the Instagram handle for those in the know. You can include hashtags in there too, but that means you're going to be promoting us because it's mostly for posting pictures. So you want to find us, like all of our pictures, and write comments on our pictures and tell us how much you like us and all that good stuff. In fact, you can tell us how much you like us through the good old-fashioned email system. That's right. We we dust it off every week and, and read read your guys' emails like uh, what Kevin Sorbel's up to on Twitter. I, if you can find a function to do a bleeping sound, uh, brother, do that over Kevin Sorbel's <laughs> name. Bleep it out. <laughs> Just bleep it out. <laughs> Don't want giving that man no no engagement. Yeah, our email, crackingcryptidentcurials at gmail.com. Gmail is there forever until they're not. We're also on your favorite podcast hosting platform. I guess that this only leaves us for the final thing. As always, peace be with you, brother. This has been an I am actually traveling back into time production. Those poor koalas in the Australian fires in 2019.